Set a spark to your integrated business and marketing strategies with America's top entrepreneurs and business leaders here at Integrate and Ignite with your host, Lori Jones. Welcome to the Integrate and Ignite podcast. Jessica Erickson is the president and CEO of the Longmont Economic Development Partnership, dedicated to supporting economic development and industry growth in the Longmont area. Prior to joining the Economic Council, Jessica was the Senior Industry Development Manager for the Colorado Office of Economic Development and International Trade. She focused on retention, expansion, and recruitment of businesses specializing in advanced manufacturing, infrastructure engineering, electronics, financial services, and technology and information. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, I tell you, I'm so excited to talk today because we're going to spend a lot of time not only getting into made, maybe some of the um, premises behind the importance of economic development, but we're in particular going to talk about Longmont Startup Week, so which is just around the corner for us. So I'm very excited to have you on the show and share some of the entrepreneurialism that we know so many communities around the nation have. Yes, absolutely. And and Longmont currently is is definitely a hotbed of that type of activity. And we have one of the most innovative communities in the state of Colorado, which is one of the most innovative states in the country. And we have um, just a lot of assets that draw entrepreneurs to our community, which I sure we'll get into into more detail. Well, we will. And I tell you, I remember starting my career um, in Longmont many, many moons ago. And at that time, Longmont was considered the Silicon Valley of the East. Um, and I loved that. You know, there's some really early pioneers in this community um, that had a vision, you know, 35, 40 years ago about making this much more um, than, you know, a bed and breakfast sort of community because not, you know, that commuter community, a community mm-hmm. that really could thrive on strong business. Um, and, and that's what we're going to explore today. So I'm excited about that. But let's back up for a second. Sure. You've been in economic development uh, for quite a while. How was it that you knew you wanted to do that? And what drew you to that as a career? So I would not say that I was drawn to it. I would say <laughs> I fell into it, which is pretty co- common um, in economic development. Not a lot of people go to school to become economic developers. Um, but I had the opportunity when I first moved to Colorado to, I, I lived in Broomfield and I uh, wanted to get involved in the community and uh, seek out opportunities. And so connected with the Chamber of Commerce and the Economic Development Corporation there. Uh, fast forward two years and I was actually working for the Economic Development Corporation. Still not totally sure what economic development was at the time. I uh, started there as an administrative assistant and had the best mentor in the world with uh, the gentleman that ran the organization at the time. He'd been in economic development for 60 years. And so through the course of a few years working for and, and with him, um, fell in love with economic development and, and the opportunity to serve the community in, in the way we're able to in this profession. And so ultimately became the president and CEO of that organization, um, the Broomfield Economic Development Corporation at the time. And that was uh, almost 15 years ago now. Wow. So. 
Um, and I've uh, been all over the state. I had the opportunity to work for the State Office of Economic Development, the Governor's Office of Economic Development, and and now have been here in Longmont for, for two and a half years, which I think is kind of where I ultimately wanted to be. I didn't know it's where I ultimately wanted to be, but I always knew I ulti- ultimately wanted to be serving a community that I lived in, that I loved, that I was passionate about, like I have become of of Longmont in the time that I've been here. Oh, don't we all? I tell you, um, when you can work and play uh, in the same community, um, that really is very, very meaningful. Now, let's talk about Longmont in general for a minute. Um, we're just outside. Um, we're within Boulder County, um, which is a huge, huge innovative uh, marketplace, if you will, for entrepreneurialism, for startup business. Um, a lot of very, very large established businesses are moving into Longmont in general. Longmont, at the end of the day, is rocking it right now. Can we you are. share some of the background about the community and why it is such a thriving business opportunity? Sure. I think, well, so for starters, Longmont, as you mentioned, is almost exclusively in Boulder County. A little portion of of Longmont sits in Weld County, Um, but we're a community of about 90,000 people. Uh, People are surprised often to hear that because we do have a pretty uh, close-knit, small-town community feel uh, for a community that's almost pushing 100,000 people in population. And I think the investments that this community has made, uh, both from the private side and from the public side, in um, infrastructure, in education, in all of the things that contribute to a healthy economy, even before you have businesses or employees or jobs created here, have really led to what we're experiencing today, which is just a, a unprecedented time of economic growth and vitality in our community. And what's most impressive about the kind of renaissance that we're experiencing here in Longmont right now is it's not driven by just one industry. So you mentioned that at one time Longmont was thought to be the Silicon Valley of the East, um, and that was as a result of IBM's location just outside of town and all of the spinoff activity from that. But that was one industry that was driving the economy, and so the economy, the local economy here kind of ebbed and flowed with that industry. We have a cross-section of um, really a number of different industries from advanced technology to bioscience, creative arts and culinary, professional services and IT that are all making up a strong and healthy economy and a resilient and um, I don't want to say that we can't experience economic downturn, but we've really, as a community, built ourselves up to be more resistant to that than I think we have been in the past. And so, and I think Colorado in and itself is a little bit of the bubble when it comes to economic downturns. Um, We're pretty much typically the last to really feel the pain. Absolutely. And uh, the governor, Governor Hickenlooper himself recently said, too, that it is a result of the work that we've done over the last 20, 30 years to diversify the economy across the state as well as in the Metro Denver region. And that's exactly what we're experiencing here in Longmont is that economic diversification has made us more resistant as well as more resilient than other parts of the country. Well, that's certainly true. And, and we as an agency, you know, there are, are thoughts out there that of, of specialties, right? Uh, and the agency world was comprised of many, many specialty agencies for many, many years. And during this last economic downturn, 30% of those agencies went out of business because, to your point, they specialized and were not diverse enough. And um, sure. so, you know, it, it, it 
boils down to day-to-day economy within any environment as well. Now, for those of our listeners, as you know, we've got a worldwide audience, Um, many, many entrepreneurs, many people from the C-suite. For those individuals that are thinking that they need a good incubator, if you will, to start up their business, or they want to move um, their business to a community that can truly support them, what are some of the major benefits of having a business right here in, in Longmont? Well, first and foremost, we always talk about affordability. Nowadays, we have to talk about relative affordability, but when we look at Longmont compared to the rest of the region, especially the Boulder County region, we still maintain relative affordability, both from the cost of living perspective, as well as the operating cost perspective for a business. So you can still relatively affordably buy a home here uh, for you and your family, as well as lease or purchase real estate for a business and operate your business. We have some of the lowest utility rates in the country, typically 25 to 35% lower than um, some of the utility providers in other parts of even our region. Um, We have an, I believe, now completed gigabit broadband network, municipally owned and operated, that's able to provide gigabit service to every home and residence in to the premise of every home and residence in uh, the city of Longmont. And so that's a huge asset, especially for technology entrepreneurs or telecommuters, people that are starting businesses or have long-term businesses that they operate out of their homes, access to a network like that at the affordability, affordable rates that it's offered at. Is, well, and it's um, so true. It's a huge driver. It is. Mm-hmm. And, and PC Magazine actually just... Um, ranked Longmont the fastest internet upload download speeds in the nation. Number three in in the the nation. nation. I mean, that's huge. Um, Actually, just a month or two ago, um, they came out with this year's ratings and we're number one in the nation now. (laughs) Number two. Yeah. So, and, and to give you some perspective on that, Longmont is number one. Number two is Austin. So when you think of a hotbed of technological activity, people likely think Austin. I don't think people, People likely think Longmont, but I think people are going to start thinking Longmont um, with the recognition for the Next Light Network and then some of the work that our organization and others are doing to try and put Longmont on the map as a, as a hub for entrepreneurial and innovative activity. Well, it certainly is exciting. And, and I must also add, um, nationally, we're ranked number 23 in the top 100 places to live in the United States. Yes, um, absolutely. So this thriving community is truly becoming such a magnet um, for that family business lifestyle. And quite frankly, when you can combine both of them, um, that's when I think entrepreneurialism really ignites as well. So let's move into Startup Week itself a little bit. Tell us about the program. Uh, Startup Week, so as I mentioned, I can't remember if we were on the air yet or not, but uh, Startup Week is a national brand. Techstars um, actually brands Startup Weeks across the globe. And so we partnered with Startup Week, or I'm sorry, with Techstars this year to host Longmont Startup Week. This is actually the third year of Longmont Startup Week, um, but the first year that we partnered with Techstars to put it on in the first year that the Longmont Economic Development Partnership is the lead planning organization. And it is truly a week of events created by the community, being executed by the community, hosted by the community, funded by the community. It is a commu- a week of community um, for our entrepreneurs and really all of the residents of Longmont to understand what the opportunities are here. If they're interested in, in starting a business 
or interested in investing in a business or just interested in understanding what's happening in their community. So we have 70, more than 70 different events that we're hosting um, throughout the week, each of which is free to anyone who wants to attend. You can go to the website, longmont.startupweek.co to see the full schedule of events. You can actually create a schedule for yourself, but I also want to make sure people know that if you're just walking down Main Street on Tuesday afternoon of Startup Week and you see something that interests you, you're more than welcome to just pop your head in and uh, join the event. Um, We have over 100 different speakers of just the highest caliber um, that I've seen in any Startup Week in a community of our size. Um, We have Dr. Walter Scott, who is one of Digital Globe, the largest satellite imaging company in the world, and we'll be doing one of our keynotes. We also have a young gentleman by the name of Morgan Smith, who's going to come up from DU. He's actually the uh, president of the student body president at DU. He's going to talk about millennials in the workforce. He came to Startup Week last year and just was probably the most amazing speaker I've seen at only, I think he was 19 or 20 years old at the time. So we're excited to have him back. We have a gentleman by the name of Scott Resnick, who's coming from Madison, Wisconsin, who's just built uh, or in the process of building an entrepreneurial hub there called Starting Block. So he's going to give us some of his story of how he got there, how he and his community got there to um, have such a significant impact investment in local entrepreneurs and startup community there. Um, And then we have some really fun events. So we have a contest that company entrepreneurs can sign up for. Uh, Founders of companies can sign up to participate in a ninja warrior competition. We have a small business here in Longmont that that's their business is ninja warrior training. And so they're going to set up an obstacle course. And we have teams of two from different small startups here in the region that are going to compete in that. We also, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this yet, we have our own Longmont Startup Week beer, the Wannapreneur, which will be, the keg will be tapped on that Monday afternoon, the first day of Startup Week, and it will only be available during Startup Week, and it will be available at all of the different breweries uh, um, across town. We actually had 10 of the breweries here locally uh, collaborated and participated in uh, creating the recipe for the beer. 300 Sons is actually brewing it, and then like I said, it'll be available to everyone um, or at all of the breweries throughout Startup Week. Um, And so we really have, we have We have something for everyone during Startup Week, whether you're wanting to get motivated to start a business or um, you are wanting to learn something. We have a variety of educational opportunities um, for things like coding and how to deal with human resources and how to get your business funded. And then we actually have um, funders and financers that will be there at some other events. So we really do have something for everybody throughout the week. And, you really do. Um, yeah. And, and and the focus is really on four key areas, advanced technology, bioscience, creative arts and culinary and professional services, and IT. But to that point, so the, the point that you just made, so much of what these speakers are going to be talking about can be used for someone that just needs to determine whether or not that entrepreneurial spirit that they have can be viable and, um, you know, perhaps what the next step might be for them to start their own business. So even though we're focused in those four areas, 
you know, still come because if, if your business not, is not within that area, because you will learn so much. And actually, I must uh, tout our own horn here for a minute. I'm going to be on the business success or failure is going digital panel, which is going to be very, very broad uh, for any individual that might want to learn a little bit more about what the next steps are to start promoting their business. Now. Yep, absolutely. And I would also not even just limit it to people that are um, wanting to start a business. We have a, a an excellent panel talking about intrapreneurship, which is the idea of fostering entrepreneurial and innovative thinking within a larger enterprise environment. So we have the superintendent of the school district as well as executives from some of our largest employers, Circle Graphics and Xilinx, that are going to be um, participating on that panel and talking about how entrepreneurship an entrepreneurial mindset applies within a larger enterprise environment. Right. And and you you um, talked about some of these, but really the content in the workshops, uh, it you know, it ties into to funding. How do you create a winning culture? As you mentioned, working with um, millennials, getting in front of accelerators and incubators, um, you know, that equity and angel investment category, you know, so e-commerce, so many different categories that people uh, truly can learn by. And and you mentioned entrepreneurship, which, of course, you were on that panel. Uh, what do you hope people to gain from that? I am moderating that panel. And um, again, uh, so we have... Uh, Judy Cousin, who's the director of uh, innovation at Circle Graphics, the largest large-scale print company in the country that's based right here in Longmont. We have Don Haddad, who's the superintendent of schools here at the St. Brain Valley School District, who is nationally recognized for um, the work that the school district is doing relative to innovation and entrepreneurship, not just for its students, but for its employees and, and teachers as well. And then we have Dan Gibbons, who is with Xilinx. Uh, Xilinx regularly shows up at the top of the list of highest number of patents issued to a company here in Longmont. And so there's definitely innovation happening there. And when we talk to Don, we're going to learn that sometimes that kind of thing is, or I'm sorry, Dan, we're going to learn that sometimes that's um, not as intentional as creating an entrepreneurship program or specifically saying we have a culture of entrepreneurship in in our organization. And then we also have a gentleman by the name of Ajay Bagal, who is the CEO of uh, IntelliSource, which is a, a PEO and staffing agency, and he's going to talk about kind of the employee perspective of does promoting your company as having a, a culture of entrepreneurship and innovation within it, is that really uh, a draw for talent? Um, is there a way to do it that makes it um, more of a draw for talent or more of an attractor for, for talent that companies might be looking for? And so I think really just what I said, wanting people to understand that um, having an entrepreneurial mindset, fostering innovation and new ideas, focusing on results ra- rather than methods sometimes um, is a good thing, not just for the entrepreneur that's trying to bootstrap a business or find VC um, funds to or a, a, a big exit from whatever their startup might be, but that those um, those values those same that same mindset works within a large enterprise environment both in the public and private sectors which is why we have um, Dr. Haddad coming to talk about 
fostering innovation and entrepreneurship in a large public sector organization, which is not always easy. No, it isn't always easy. And, and you know, the, the speaker list, um, as you've mentioned, um, just a few highlights, quite frankly, is deep and absolutely incredible. What was the process that you went through to make sure that you were creating an event that really became a magnet uh, not only for speakers um, and being able to bring in um, these incredible people, but also for the attendees. We had very early in the planning process, we hosted a number of um, meetings at um, or kind of lunch and learn, bring your own lunch, bag lunch events at uh, the Tinker Mill and I think a couple of other locations where we really met with entrepreneurs in the community to talk about what would interest them. So we had a list of um, literally hundreds of topics that uh, people wanted covered and we kind of whittled those down in cooperation with the members of Startup Longmont, the members of the Tinker Mill, uh, folks that were attending open coffee clubs and the different entrepreneurial meetups here. So we really went to the startup community and said, what are the resources that you want um, us to bring here for Startup Week? What would be beneficial to you? And so we tried to build the schedule around that. And then the second piece that we wanted to focus on, in addition to bringing the needed and requested and desired resources to our existing startup community, is our goal in the Advanced Longmont Economic Development Strategy relative to entrepreneurship and innovation is to put Longmont on the map as a national hub for innovation and entrepreneurship. And so that where we that's where we started reaching out and really opening up our Rolodexes to our connections from across the country um, that we could bring here to Longmont, not just for the purpose of having them educate our community, but also having them experience our community, understand what's happening here and potentially get involved and engaged beyond Startup Week in the Longmont Startup community. Well, that engagement will definitely happen. How will you know if this event is a huge success? So first, I mean, we're going to be looking at attendance, definitely. we This, like we mentioned, is our third year. We really want to see um, that we're able to grow this event um, in terms of attendance. The more people that come here to Longmont, the better it's going to be for all of us. We're hoping people will come and stay the day and spend some money. And so um, we'll likely do some um, informal polling of uh, our retailers' experiences, our, our um, storefront experiences on Main Street and at the Village where all of the events will be held um, to find out whether or not we were able to make a positive impact through Startup Week on um, on those businesses. And then we'll really be reaching out to both attendees and speakers and panelists afterwards to get um, Startup Week stories and find out where real connections were made. And um, kind of anecdotally understand uh, the power of bringing together people in this manner and then really look at those responses and that will help us kind of gauge where we want to go from here. Like I said, not just for Startup Week 2018, but beyond Startup Week and where we think we have an opportunity to really make an impact beyond just this week. Well, you definitely will connect and inspire during Longmont Startup Week, Jessica Erickson. Thank you so much for appearing on the Integrate and Ignite podcast. And for those of you out there that are entrepreneurs, wannapreneurs, entrepreneurs, creatives, techies, inventors, business owners, and investors, get ready for something really big. You cannot miss this. Thanks again for being on the show. 
Thank you. This episode is complete, but the inspiration has just begun. Head over to avocetcommunications.com for show notes and more aha moments. Tune in regularly to ignite your integrated business and marketing strategies with Lori Jones and the Integrate and Ignite podcast.